This is Overson's Retire Well Podcast with David Overson from Overson Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, David Overson provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Overson's Retire Well podcast with David Overson. Welcome back, folks. In today's podcast, I'd like to address the need for a financial checkup and some specific items you should focus on. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call at 480-776-3550. By the way, you can access all previous podcasts by visiting Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can access the last five podcasts from our website, oversonadvisory.com. The coronavirus pandemic continues to wreak havoc across the country and the world with its deadly impact, mutations, and continued economic uncertainty. Some experts predicted the coronavirus impact to last for several years, and it's certainly shaping up that way. A thorough examination of your finances and your thought processes may help ease the anxiety many of us feel during these unprecedented times. A good place to start a financial checkup is to look at your spending habits. While you may be going out less for dinner and drinks or taking in fewer movies and ball games than you used to, have other habits changed as a result of the pandemic? What about your spending on subscriptions such as Netflix, HBO, music streamers, gym memberships, golf memberships, etc. Are you using them more or less than you did a year or two ago? Does your current usage justify the cost? What about your car, home, and other property insurances? When's the last time you contacted anyone for a comparison quote? The property casualty industry is very competitive. You may be able to save money by bundling your insurance needs together with one single insurance company. At the very least, call your current agent and see what discounts they can offer to keep you from jumping ship. If you're driving a lot less than you used to, you may even merit a reduction in your auto insurance premium. And don't forget to bid out your medical insurance as well if it's not provided by your employer. Sometimes substantial savings can be realized by changing medical policies. The next thing you ought to do is crunch your debt. Make a detailed list of all your debts with special attention on the interest rates. Your list should include credit cards, student loans, car loans, your mortgage, and any other significant debts. Do you have a plan to pay off or reduce your debts? If you do, are you paying off the highest interest debts first? Have you considered refinancing your mortgage or auto loan to reduce payments? You may be able to obtain lower interest than the initial interest rate you locked in. 
If you choose to refinance, make sure the monthly savings justifies the fees and costs associated with refinancing. It's not always worth the cost or the effort to refinance. The next thing I would advise is a review of your emergency funds. One thing we've learned from the pandemic is how precarious a job can be. If you're in sales or if you're self-employed, your income can swing drastically during unforeseen events like a pandemic. It's important to have money set aside to cover your bills and expenses and any other surprise needs you may have. I, like many other financial experts, recommend at least three months, but hopefully six months worth of expenses sitting in savings that can be tapped instantly without penalty in an emergency. I know that saving that amount of money may be a tall order for some of you, but developing that habit will be worth it someday. Now, I agree that low interest rates are a disincentive to keep money in the bank. Keeping $40,000, for instance, in the bank won't earn enough to buy a toaster at the end of the year, but that's the price we're all paying for safety and liquidity these days. If you choose not to keep all your emergency funds in the bank, at least keep some of it where it is accessible without penalties or market losses. You'll be glad you did someday. Knowing you have some money put away if things get tough will provide you with greater peace of mind and may also help you stay away from taking on more debt. And remember, once you've used part of your emergency fund, you should make it a high priority to replenish it as soon as possible. Here's another good tip. When's the last time you checked your credit report? When you know your credit score and understand your credit report, you have real financial power. There are three primary credit bureaus that can supply you with a credit report. Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. You can get a free copy of your credit report once a year by visiting www.freecreditreport.com. When you review your report, keep a keen eye on any potential mistakes or suspicious activity because those could be clues that you've been hit by identity theft. Your credit report will show how not missing payments or not pushing your balances too high can improve your overall credit score. And when your credit score is healthy, you obviously have more financial options when it comes to major purchases or refinancing. And a good credit score doesn't just affect the so-called big ticket items either. A good credit score can make it easier to secure a credit card with a more favorable interest rate or rent an apartment, or turn on utilities, or even buy a cell phone. When's the last time you reviewed the beneficiary designations on your life insurance, annuities, IRA, 401k, or other qualified retirement accounts? Did the beneficiary pass away? Did a beneficiary offend you for the last time and doesn't deserve your money now? I've had numerous clients over the years change the beneficiaries on their accounts because of offensive behavior from a child, a grandchild, or other beneficiary. 
It happens. If a trust is named as the beneficiary of your IRA or other qualified account, you may want to change it to an individual. Tax law changes that went into effect in 2020 have reduced the effectiveness of having living revocable trusts as the beneficiary on a qualified account. The last tip I'll share today involves your investments. Now, I know I've asked a lot of questions today, but here's the last one. When's the last time you reviewed the risk you're taking in your portfolio? When I think back over my 35-plus year career, most people I have met with for the first time were taking more risk in their portfolios than they intended. They either didn't understand the inherent risk in their chosen investments or they forgot to adjust their risk over time. You see quite often a person's risk tolerance changes over time. As they age and accumulate more money in their accounts, they don't feel the need to take as much risk as they used to. As they approach their retirement years or enter retirement, they're more concerned about losing money, and rightfully so. I often ask clients this question, how much of your prior gains are you willing to lose in the hope of more gains? This ends up being a road to Damascus moment for some people. We then help them realign their risk tolerance and portfolio with their goals and objectives. The end result is greater peace of mind about the future. And you can't put a price on peace of mind. For more information on what we discussed today, give me a call at 480-776-3550. Please visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Overson Advisory to hear more podcasts on how to retire well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Overson's Retire Well Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact David Overson at Overson Advisory Group. Call 480-776-3550 or visit them online at oversonadvisory.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Overson Advisory Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Overson Tax Advisory, Inc. Overson Advisory Group, LLC and Overson Tax Advisory, Inc. are affiliated companies. David Overson and Overson Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.